Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up, reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 119 of Beyond Retirement. I'm glad you're joining me today. As I'm recording this, it's a gorgeous sunny day outside my window, and as long as I'm looking up toward the sky, I can pretend it's summer. But alas, as soon as my gaze falls back to the ground, I see the mounds of snow and crash back to reality. It's about minus 15 Celsius outside today, or about 7 Fahrenheit. Not quite bathing suit weather yet, but maybe I'll get some hot tub time in later on. If you remember, Last week's episode was a chat with Stu Massengill, who is currently one of Tony Robbins' peak performance coaches. He had a lot of really great tips on how to get some direction in your life if you're floundering a bit. And I know, as we head into and past that retirement point, a lot of us will be wondering what to do with ourselves. If you haven't listened to Stu's interview yet, I strongly encourage you to go back and listen to it now, before moving ahead with this episode. It's going to give you the background you need when you're mulling over some of the things that I'm talking about here. As you move towards retirement and start to wonder what you're going to do after you're not working anymore, there will probably be a couple of different ideas that pop into your head. Either you can think of so many things that you want to do that you don't know where to start, or you can't think of a single thing that you want to do, and you kind of wonder if the whole rest of your life is going to be one boring long day after another trying to find something to occupy yourself. A common saying is, when one door closes, another opens. The idea behind that is that by making a choice and picking a direction to move toward, the new opportunities begin to present themselves. And they will potentially be things you didn't expect, but they can still be great opportunities. Stu made a comment about how sometimes you can close a door on one part of your life, and the next door might not be open yet, and so you're kind of left wondering what to do next. I started thinking about that a bit because I'm kind of the person who likes to have the plan all set out before me before I head out. I'm not really very good at closing one door and just blindly accepting that another door will present itself. I think the important part of this and of what Stu was suggesting is that you have to give yourself some time and permission to dream again. As a kid, we had lots of dreams and big ideas about what life was going to be like when we finally grew up. I can't wait till I'm a grown-up and I can do whatever I want, was a really common exclamation that I made when I was young. I remember saying it to my mother a lot, especially when she was telling me I couldn't do whatever it was I wanted to do. And yeah, for my sister, who might be listening, me not getting what I wanted didn't happen very often. And I think that made the times when it did happen that much worse. It was so abnormal for me to get told no about something that I'm still not very good at handling it. Things in life go a whole lot better for everyone when I'm getting my own way. 
Anyway, as I was saying, we all have dreams when we were kids. And as we grew up, some of those dreams started to fade away when realism took over. But if you really think about it, there are probably three or four activities or interests that you held on to all through your growing up years, right up to now. These are things that just always attracted you for some reason. Maybe it's gardening or some type of craft. Or maybe it's a sport that you've enjoyed all your life, either as a spectator or as a participant. Whatever it might be, think about it for a while. What interests you about this activity? Is it the sense of accomplishment when you're finished, whatever it is? Is it the physical aspect of the activity that, that keeps your body occupied for a while and maybe allows you to let your brain wander a little bit? Or maybe it's something that requires concentration and focus, something that you can lose yourself in for a period of time. Knowing what types of activity you enjoy will help you recognize the doors that will be opening to you. Once you're able to see them, you can start to evaluate whether they're doors you really want to go through or not. Remember, just because there's a door doesn't mean you have to open it. It's really important to remember that just because you've said you're retiring, that doesn't mean that you aren't going to work. All it means is that you're finished doing the particular job that you've been doing in exactly the manner that you've been doing it. You're free to find another type of work or work a couple of days a week instead of full time or work for a month and take some time off, then work again. As far as I'm concerned, retirement doesn't mean not working. It means doing what you want to do, when you want to do it, and being able to sustain the lifestyle you want at the same time. If any of those pieces are missing, then you're not really retired. So once again, the defining factors are doing what you want, doing it when you want, and sustaining your desired lifestyle. Another thing I was thinking about from something Stu said was the idea of being vulnerable. I know nobody likes to feel vulnerable, but sometimes letting others know that you're looking for something or that you need a bit of help is the best way to get what you need. Being vulnerable actually goes along with the last little bit of doing what you want. If you should decide that you need or want to find some employment of some sort, Maybe because you're not able to maintain the lifestyle that you'd like to have, there's absolutely nothing wrong with letting people know that you're looking for something else. You'd be surprised, probably, at how many people might actually be able to help you out if you just say, oh, by the way, I'm thinking about getting into XYZ. So if you hear of anyone looking for help, let me know or give them my number. The final thing I want to talk about along the idea of finding direction after retirement is what Stu said about everything we do being based on our beliefs and about how important it is to recognize that we can change them. Maybe it's something as basic as the belief that you have to finish a task you start regardless of what the outcome is going to be because if you don't finish it, you're a failure. But if you're doing something and it becomes really clear that the final outcome is going to be less than what you wanted it to be or worse, it's going to cause problems that weren't expected and will be very hard to mitigate, it might be better to stop that process and reevaluate. Continuing to the end isn't necessarily the best option, and you're not a failure or a quitter for recognizing and acting on that. But that belief is a hard one to conquer. So, as Stu said, you have to ask yourself a few questions. You want to examine whether or not you should let go of this belief. So you look honestly at what having that belief has done for your life so far, and you look at what your life will be like in six months if you change the belief. The answers to those questions should help you decide if this is a belief that's worth holding on to. 
It's not always easy to identify what the belief is behind a particular action, but if you take the time to examine it, you can usually figure it out. And shaking up a few beliefs is always good, right? It gives you something to focus on and takes your mind off the doors that may or may not be open at the moment. I think I'm going to stop here. Finding direction for your life after retirement can seem daunting, but it really doesn't have to be. Sometimes it's worthwhile just to sit for a bit and let yourself get bored. Let your mind wander around and you'll come up with something. Please be sure to tune in next week as I'm going to be chatting with Nelia Hutt about finding your passion and running with it. Thanks so much for joining me today. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. Are you ready to start rocking your retirement? Head on over to www.beyondretirement.ca forward slash rocking it and sign up to plan out your own roadmap for retirement. Don't wait till it's too late.